to three or four text scriptures that lay the groundwork in today's sermon. Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance, not just intensity, endurance, the race God has set before us. He, uh, 1 Corinthians 9.24, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. I like that, run to win. Philippians 3.14, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize, which God through, Jesus, through Christ Jesus is calling us. And the main text scripture today is Galatians 5, 7. Paul writes, you were running the race so well. Who held you back from following the truth? So big ideas, right? I want you to, to think for a moment when you were in the zone, right? Think for a moment when you were in the health zone and maybe you sprained your ankle. Right? I remember I was in this weight loss competition, and uh, I think I took second or third place, and uh, I took Anna to a fancy restaurant called Tao, and we spent a lot of money in one meal, but it was nice. And I was I was winning, and then I was playing basketball after lifting weights, which wasn't the greatest idea with the ankles I was born with, and I sprained my ankle, and it stopped my progress, Right? And so I want you to think about it. Maybe you were on, you were on, you you downloaded Rocket Money and you had a, a budget and you were, you read Dave Ramsey and you had your, all your envelopes, right? You had your MetroCard envelope, your lunch envelope, right? Your 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 AT and T cell phone envelope, your your Time Warner envelope, and you were on on point until maybe you got a ticket and then you it threw it threw you off. So I want you to stop. I want you to think about making progress and why has stopped you. Right, because we're talking about finances. I want you to stay the course while trusting God for provision. For fitness, I want us to ask God for strength and discipline. For family, I want us to recognize family as a precious gift, a vital resource, and unwavering support. Treasure your loved ones and your faith journey. I want you to stay connected first to Christ, to church, and learn to seek support for your spiritual growth. So let's go back to Galatians 5 7 again. You were running the race so well. Who has held you back from following the truth? So context, the book of Galatians addresses the relationships between the Gentile, right? Christians who were born Jewish and the law of Moses. And these, these, these Christians from Jerusalem were going to this area telling them, no, you, you got to get circumcised. And the Christian's like, wait, wait, what? what? I, I don't know, but I, I didn't sign up for this. Wait, wait, what? I got to go urologist? Wait, what? And then they were like, yeah, you got to get circumcised. And Paul's t- what Paul got mad. He was like, I wish you would recircumcise yourself. Leave these people alone. They are free in Christ. So Paul reminds them they are not bound by the law, right? If they, if they, want, if they want to eat a hot dog, go ahead, right? They're not bound by the law, even though some Jewish Christians claimed otherwise. So in the scripture analysis, based on Blue Letter Bible, it talks about you ran well. It acknowledged a strong start. You ran well. And then it says, who hindered you? 
right? There's a there's a there's a, a story in the Bible where this guy had an axe and they were building the school of the prophets and the axe had fell from the handle, I guess, and was drowned. And he said, oh man, it was borrowed. And then the prophet threw like a wood thing in there. There's all symbolism of the cross and the ax had floated and it was a miracle and the guy got it back and they went back to building. The guy didn't owe nobody. And many pastors talk about how there's a cutting edge in your life. And that the prophet said, where did it drown, right? And that there's a cutting edge in your life. Where did you lose that cutting edge to pray? Where did you lose that cutting edge to witness? Where did you lose that cutting edge to share God's word? Where did you lose that cutting edge to read the Bible for an hour, hour and a half every day? So who hindered you from the truth? And brothers and sisters, sometimes, you know, they say a marriage is a third voice sometimes that messes up a good marriage. And you got to watch out for that third voice. And so there's people in your life you got to forgive, right? That you, your bitterness is blocking your blessing. There's some people in your life you got to forget, right? They're trying to come back in and you're like, nah, but you stay that way. We'll be friends in heaven, right? And there's some people you have to forsake. You got to turn your back on them because they're always trying to divide and subtract your faith. So Galatians left Jesus to pursue legalism, work of man. And so today I want to share with you about not losing your cutting edge and growing in your area of your finances, of your health, of your family, and of your faith. And what the, the scripture analysis, it was saying where he says, um, who held you back? That would denote who made the road rocky. Right? Who made the road in a way where you were twisting your ankle, where you had deep detours? Who made the road rocky? Because we got to keep it simple. All right. So there's three biblical examples of people who didn't finish strong. There's Samson. He started strong, but he fell to temptation. You know the story. They took his eyes out. They took his vision. They made a show of him. There was King Saul, right? He started humble, he started insecure, and then he got prideful. And I had some of it had to do with his family, some of it had to do with not under not getting along with the prophet Samuel. But next, you know, like he, he died right before he dies, he's consulting a witch. His pride led to a downfall. It was Judas, right? Judas, one of the 12, one of the apostles, saw all Jesus' miracles, was with Jesus, heard the kingdom keys was with the human face of God and greed and money. So we want to be Christians that start strong and end strong. We want to ignite a fire within our soul to renew our commitment, to remind ourselves that the journey of our faith is a race we must run. We must abide in a vine and we must be yoked to Jesus to carry the load God has called us to carry. We have to stay in the potter's wheel, right? I'm saying some of these stuff, and you that grew up in church, you, you got whole sermons in your head bursting right now. We have to stay in the potter's wheel. Let God shape us and mold us. Amen? So first, our big idea is finances, right? We have to grow in this area. Um, the, Pro, the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 9 to 10, says, Honor the Lord with your wealth. And with the best part of everything you produce, then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. So what are the things that stop us from growing financially in the faith, right? Greed, right? We have to beware of greed. God will meet our needs, not our greeds. 
envy, some of our prayer petition, some of us have a desire to be desired. Sloth, right? Sometimes we just get lazy, fam. Let's keep it 150. Sometimes we just get lazy. And unappreciativeness is like when God blesses you with something, a car, a job, apartment, and then slack comes in. And slack leads to lack, and lack is whack. <laughs> and so we have to stay steward, being good stewards and appreciative, right, of our jobs, of our places, of everything God has given us. So we have to be aware of the people who, who take us off, the, the entities, the forces that take us off guard, off our race. Some of them is greed, envy, sloth, and being unappreciative. And so I just want to remind you, man, that I would love for all you guys to get a budget. I would love for all you guys, maybe a 70, 10, 10, 10, 70% of, you know, your, your bills or what have you, 10%. You give unto the Lord 10% um, saving and then 10% get out of debt. And then once you're out of debt, that 10% maybe for investments, whatever it is, man, I pray that you will stay the course in your financial journey, that you would trust God for his provisions, that you will work with the spirit of excellence. A lot of our financial breakthroughs going to come by the problems we solve. We're comp our compensation oftentimes equates with the problem we solve. And that we will learn to fast from unhealthy financial habits. There's secret sins that, that cost some of us. And I'm not going to be here labeling them and listing them and being all your business, but you know what it is. And so I just pray that in your financial journey as a steward of God's blessing, that you will stay on course. I would love to see all you guys in a nicer place. I would love to see all you guys with a car or access to a car or access to Uber anytime it's not safe or rent a zip car. I would love to see all you guys go on vacation, even if it's to Maine, even if it's to Great Adventure and you stay in a hotel a day or two. I would love to see every church family go on one or two vacations a year. All right, fitness. First Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself, for God brought you with a high price, so you must honor God with your body. So what are some of the things that stop us from our journey of health? Not knowing the difference between health span and lifespan. Some of us, we come from good blood, right? We are indigenous, right? You know, so so we we went for the African diaspora. We 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 for we we indigenous bloodline. We're Taino. We're Apache. We're all this right, and and uh, we got our grandma lived to ninety five. Our great grandma lived to one hundred and three, and and we have lifespan. But so, just because you have lifespan, don't mean you have health span. And brothers and sisters, I don't want you to live in from sixty to eighty in pain the whole time. And so we have to take care of ourselves. Some of us, we're a little overconfident in our genetics. And some of us are a little overconfident in our Jordache genes. Amen. And so we have to learn to take care of our, ourselves. Right? We have to beware of the pride of our genetics. Right? Like, oh, but I'm strong. I can still touch the backboard, Papa. The other day I was running for the B43. You should have saw me. I was like, Jackie Journey, uh, whatever, Flojo. I was out, right? And it's just like, 
but we have to take care of ourselves for the long haul. You don't want to break down before the breakthrough. So we have to be aware of that pride in our genes. We have to be aware of the spirit of gluttony. Ouch! I just rebuke myself. We got to be aware of the spirit of gluttony, right? Everybody wants to pray for healing, but nobody wants to pray uh, for the right diet. Ouch. So we got to beware, and beware of a lack of self-love. Some of us, we were told bad things. You ain't this. You ain't that. You think this. You ain't nobody. You ain't that. And we heard that so many times. It kind of got into our subconscious mind. You know, I know people who were abused as children, and they almost don't want to be attractive now. I know people who was told all their life, oh, you think you're all that, you think you're all that. So they sabotage themselves so they don't become all that. And so we got to let God heal our hearts, heal our minds, so we can completely enjoy this uh, journey of health. So we can be good witnesses, right? All right. I know you guys like, I don't like this point, Pastor. Keep it moving. So pray for energy to grow in health so you don't break down before the breakthrough. Move more, eat less, right? And you're like, ah, oh, Pastor, shut up. <laughs> Move more, eat less. Consider starting a fitness routine. Uh, Ethan, put in the chat, but be nice. Talk to me nice. Uh, put in the chat some of the things Peter and Tia was talking about, like the, the hangs, um, the wall sits, right? Put the, the, the pull-up hangs and the wall sit stuff on, on the chat. And so we have some goals, right? Uh, and you can start with, you could you could start your journey with 10,000, walking towards 7,000 steps a day, um, wall sits, right? When you like, act like you sit on the wall and planks, right? From a push-up, don't even do a push-up. Just consider starting a fitness routine, right? So we could be strong and we could enjoy God's goodness, right? So family, beware of people trying to stop you from loving your family, right? First Timothy 3, 5. For a man cannot manage his own household. How can he take care of God's church? Beware. What's trying to trip you up? Pride. Resentment. Lack of understanding life stages. And losing love and respect. I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about cousins. I'm talking about nieces, nephews, aunts. When I talk about family, I'm not just talking about the nuclear family. I'm talking about your family, right? Don't let no one block you and your family. Now, some families are toxic. I get it. But not the whole entire thing, right? And so beware of pride. Right, arguments, resentment, like, oh yeah, yeah, my cousin Coco, he told me something crazy in '97, and you know, next time I see him, it's on. You know, just we have to let go of pride, resentment, and then sometimes it's a lack of understanding life stages. We have to study. When you're 50, life is different. When you're 70, 60, when you're a parent and your kid becomes a teenager. And your kid begins to do rebellious things and you take it personal, that's a lack of wisdom on your part. Because teenagers have been um, rebellious since Noah, <laughs> since the flood. And if you take that person, if you don't realize that this is a, like a biological, hormonal 
life stage, right? If you're married and you hit eight years and you don't realize the butterflies are gone and you don't realize that you stopped falling in love and you got to make a decision to grow in love and you go to this church, you're not listening, fam. You know, like everybody loves to diss school, right? And they're like, oh, they should have been teaching me budgeting. They should have been teaching me taxes. And you know what? Most schools did, but y'all weren't listening. <laughs> so listen, understand life stages in your marriage. Understand that if you are have an uncle that's hitting midlife crisis, this is inevitable. It's going to happen to you too. So may the Lord give you insight. On life. May you study life through the lens of God's word. All right? So beware. Commit to pray and love your family. Fast from negative emotions and behaviors. And if you have a nuclear family, still hold family meetings, right? Who's, what, what day is your test? How can we support you to study, right? What day are we doing laundry? What day are, is the kiddos getting haircuts? What day? And it's not just putting in the calendar, but it's discussing the calendar. Amen? And also praying for each other and praying with each other. And the last thing is the faith journey. Let The Bible says in Hebrews 10.25, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now since the day of his returning is drawing near. Right? And I put the other scripture by accident. So what stops us in our faith journey? The devil, the enemy, outside voices that distract and subtract our faith and our flesh. And so let's stick to, let's, let's grow together. Let's go together. Let's grow together. Let's glow together, right? Stay connected to your church for your support and growth. Beware of distractions like worldly influences and wrong voices. Fast from anything weakening your faith, right? Put a time limit, right? Put a TikTok time limit, Instagram time limit. Try to match your Bible app time with your social media time by a certain margin, right? And continue to take your faith journey seriously. You know, you, you can have a vision, an intrinsic, inspiring vision to be a woman of God that praises through pain, that, that leans on God's word while the world is going crazy. You know, in the future, flourishing mental health is going to be like a big thing. Like people are going to want to hire people with flourishing mental health right? The mental health crisis is so bad right now that if you could just focus your faith on changing your belief and your behaviors, changing how you respond to challenges in your life, you will see God open many opportunities for you. So I want to see all you guys become spiritual giants and let's not get tripped up, right? So we pray that God will give you the power. We pray that you understand that God wants to give you the power to overcome Trust in his provision for finances. Don't get tripped up. Seek God's strength for your fitness. Treasure your family as a masterpiece. Stay connected uh, to your church so we can grow together and beware of distractions. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus. And we pray like Paul, we want to fight the good fight until the end. Help us keep our eyes on the prize and keep moving forward and not being distracted or detoured. Keep us away from bad outside voices that are trying to, to de distract us from our vision. 
Lord, may we give your son glory in everything. Jesus, you are Lord of the universe, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and we bend the knee to you, Lord. And we ask that we will live in a way that we give you most glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Let me stop the recording.